Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifestor journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifestor and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifestor journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifestor. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second episode of the year, 2021, for the Hunting for Purpose podcast. If you tuned in last week for our first episode of the year, it was a bit of a lighthearted way to approach the new year and to come into this new energy of 2021. I really wanted to provide something kind of um, lighthearted and a bit fun that really gave some some alternative perspectives um, and also to show you that there is a way to be inclusive with things as a parent, particularly as a manifestor parent, we have very limited energy. We have very kind of limited resources to be a parent and to run a business and to do things like running a podcast. And often we can feel like we need to step up to this professional plate um, and perform perfectly so that we don't get judged or criticized. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I recorded an episode with all of my kids. I've got a manifestor, a generator and a projector child. Um, and we, we all recorded an episode together getting their understanding of their human design and what it's like doing human design as a family. So if you want something fun and sweet and lighthearted, definitely go back out uh, back to that episode and check it out. I'm going to turn a bit of a corner for this second episode of the year um, because there are a couple of key dates that have been occurring in the um, discussion around racism that really, really need to be acknowledged. And if you've been following me for a while, you'll know that I do a lot of speaking around racism, around deconditioning our biases and beliefs around racial stereotyping and and, um, racial structures in society. I have spoken many times about the fact that I believe that manifestors play a very, very key role in this and that we are um, morally and um, what's the word? Integrously, you know, like in our integrity, we are really not able to bury this issue under the carpet. We are really not able to stick our heads in the sand and say, oh gosh, I don't, I don't know what I think or what I feel about racism um, and stay silent about it. So I wanted to drop this episode this week because most recently in America, clearly we've had a lot of civil unrest. There's been a lot of political um, conflict occurring and racism has been one of the issues at the core of that. Um, Donald Trump was very much an overtly racist leader and led a group of white supremacists. And obviously we saw that in action when white supremacist groups stormed Capitol Hill. Um, And, you know, we saw the government response, the Republican response to the Black Lives Matter movement protests. Obviously, this has been a very, very long issue 
in America, centuries in the making, but America is not the only place. Interestingly, what we've seen in America over the last couple of weeks is Martin Luther King Day happening at the same time as it was mere days away from the inauguration of Biden and really was sort of spearheading the end of this very misogynistic racial movement that that had been leading the country under Trump's leadership as president. So I'm very curious about the experience of Americans now post Martin Luther King Day. So please feel free to to reach out and share about that. But I wanted to share from an Australian perspective the journey that we have been going through as well, because in Australia, we have just passed what is known as Australia Day. It's the 26th of January. This is a date um, that is a public holiday nationally and collectively in Australia, it's celebrated as a nation as as, um, kind of like independent. Day in the States. It's the day that we celebrate all things Australia, that, you know, we celebrate how amazing we are as a nation. Um, It's a lot of barbecues. It's in the middle of summer. People drink a lot. There's the Australian flag flying all over the place. People go out surfing and they eat seafood and um, go down to the beach. And it's the day to love ourselves as Australia and celebrate all of these things as Australia. What's really disappointing and destructive about Australia Day, however, is that this is set on the day of the original invasion of British troops. Captain Cook, the um, original founder, I say that in air quotes, the founder of Australia um, and the British Empire when it invaded the land of Australia and created what's known as the Terra Nullis, which is a document that states that the land is uninhabited and therefore free for taking. Of course, however, the land was not uninhabited and the land was populated with Indigenous Australians, the Aboriginal culture, which is the long longest living um, culture in the world. It's the longest known Indigenous culture and they are the custodians of the Australian land. So Australia Day um, is known in Australia also as Invasion Day. It is a deeply, deeply sad day for a large number of Australians. And in recent years, the movement around stepping away from this being known as Australia Day and really recognising it as a day of mourning and a day of reflection as Invasion Day, that movement has been growing. And so more white Australians have been jumping on board, really doing some self-reflection, understanding our racial biases and and where all of this kind of historical decision-making has come into play so that Australia Day is not simply a day for, you know, joining your mates and having a barbecue and going down to the beach and, you know, slapping an Australian flag towel around your shoulders. But it is a day that is deeply sad and deeply full of grief and is actually built from the foundation of the trauma and and of a lie really in the Terranalis, but very much a trauma for our Aboriginal people who are the custodians of our land. This year, it's been very interesting to watch Australia Day unfold or Invasion Day unfold because of the rise in awareness around racism and how much work we have to do as a nation. Sadly, our political leaders are are not willing 
to acknowledge racist history and racist roots. So there has been no kind of national movement towards understanding this. However, we did have a significant experience with Black Lives Matter protests. It gave rise to a lot of Indigenous voices and a lot of spaces for Indigenous voices. I have been utilising my space to give rise to Indigenous voices and I strongly encourage you to look back through my content to, to listen to some of that. There are podcasts, there are videos, there are posts. So please go back and do that. Um, but this year we are a nation divided. We are a nation divided into two groups, the people who acknowledge that Australia Day is in fact Invasion Day and the people who wish to believe that Australia Day is all about happiness and sunshine and going down to the beach. So I wanted to bring this conversation to the podcast because this is really important for manifestors. This is really, really important for manifestors. In fact, I cannot stress the importance enough of how important this is for manifestors. And curiously, I've seen a lot of information floating around the internet lately about people kind of claiming leadership positions over the new paradigm. If you've been following me for a while or you've been in human design for a while, you'll know that we are in a seven-year paradigm shift, that 2020 was the first year of this seven-year paradigm shift. So we are now in the second year of the paradigm shift. And the paradigm we're moving from is this wounded, toxic, masculine paradigm, which was all about um, capitalism. It gave rise to misogyny, to greed, to racism, a lot of very fractured systems. And we are moving into an energetic paradigm, which is about the collective. It's about individual self-awareness. It's about honoring creativity and arts and energy. It's a much more spiritual, feminine, grounded paradigm. And of course, in 2020, we saw the rise of all of the brokenness. And that's what needs to occur whenever we make change. We need to allow the broken to be purged, to acknowledge, to heal, and then we shift into new things. So I've seen a lot of people speaking on the internet at the moment, kind of claiming leadership of this new paradigm. I've seen a lot of projectors saying the projectors are the leaders of the new paradigm. Um, I have seen generators come out saying, you know, generators are showing, you know, the new way and we are the leaders of the new paradigm. I've even seen astrologers come out saying astrology teachers are the leaders of the new paradigm. And I find that very curious because the new paradigm is about collective and It's about everybody playing their role and everybody allowing themselves acceptance to be individualistic and to bring all of our skills to the collective for the harmony of the collective. So I don't believe that there is a claim for who is the leader of the new paradigm. However, manifestors have our role to play. And under the old paradigm, what we experienced as manifestors was a lot of repression and a lot of wounding around our natural gift. And our natural gift is to speak, that when we speak, we manifest. When we speak, we initiate. That's why we have motorized defined throats. We have a defined throat center and it is connected directly or indirectly by a channel to a motor center in your body. So you have physical energy behind you to speak. It magnifies. When you speak out loud, it is like a megaphone to the world and to the universe. And that manifesto is exactly why when you speak out loud, shit happens. When you speak out loud, things get created. When you speak out loud, people listen. When you speak out loud, things change, things grow, things that need to break get broken, things that need to get born get born. So 
in this new paradigm, what we're experiencing as manifestors is that we're learning these new lessons of how do we use this natural power that we've always had? Because under the old paradigm, we were sort of suppressed, you know, we were, we were placed into a corner in the darkness and muted. We were silenced. We were told to shut up because that old paradigm was about submission. That old paradigm was about hierarchical power and there was no space for kind of heretics like manifestors to be part of that because we require freedom and we require space and we are unpredictable and we can be rebellious and there was no room for us to be that in the old paradigm. But in the new paradigm, there is space for us to do that. So I know a lot of manifestors in my community online um, have been experiencing this, you know, in your own individual journey that you've been going through this big experience of understanding those wounds in your throat, of deconditioning, of healing, of experimenting with things like informing, honoring your energy and your rest cycles, really allowing yourself to follow your creative urge and create whatever it is that you want to create. And and you're initiating, right? You're getting aligned as a manifestor. And that's because that's, that's the macro experience as well. Yes, globally, that's what's happening as a collective is that we're all doing that. And of course, that's the experience on a micro level, on an individual level. Where this merges with racism is that manifestors are are part of this collective experience, that collectively we are purging racism. We are still continuing to purge racism. And that includes really waking up to and acknowledging and deeply reflecting on exactly what has been happening. What has been happening with racism for the last several centuries? Who has that hurt? How has it created these social structures that we have? How has it created these collective biases that we hold, but also the individual biases that we hold? If you are a white-skinned manifester, right, if you are not a person of color who is a manifester, you have a significant burden of responsibility on your shoulders. Let me say that again. If you are not a person of color who is a manifester, you have a significant burden of responsibility on your shoulders. And I will not shroud that with love and light and I will not mince my words around that. We will not play semantics with it. You have a significant burden of responsibility on your shoulders to acknowledge your own experience with racism, how you have played a part in it, and then additionally, how you are using your magnetic skills of speaking as a manifester to initiate and create change in this new paradigm. If this is not work that you have done before, If you have been a bit of an ostrich, to put it in Australian terms, if you've been a bit of an emu with your head in the sand and you've been refusing to pay attention to the purging of racism and the roles that you have played in that, whether that has been overt or whether that has just been isolated, you do not have to be a white supremacist to have been racist, right? You do not have to have been lynching people of color in order to have racial bias, As a white person, you have racial bias, let me assure you. As a white person, you've been experiencing white privilege based on the color of your skin. You've experienced a privileged life based on the color of your skin. You need to take that individual journey. If you haven't done it, let me put this plainly. Now is the time. Take the time now. If you are American, look at what is happening in your country. If you are Australian, 
look at Invasion Day, Australia Day, and reflect deeply on how you celebrated it and what that means and how that impacts the Indigenous custodians of our land. If you are from another nation, please look at the history of your nation. I have specific focus in my human design, right? So for me, I'm very heavily focused right now on specific things. I'm heavily focused on racism in America and racism in Australia, and that's kind of all my energy can hold. But I very much acknowledge that racism exists in all nations, in all nations around the world, and that every single nation has its own racial history. Whether we are talking about Indigenous massacre and racial imbalance in Canada, whether we are talking about colonialism and slavery in England, whether we are talking about the history of the Holocaust in Germany, right? Every single nation has its experience with racial violence, racial oppression, and racial imbalance, and that still exists today. So please do your own work. Please do your own work. If you need assistance with that, I have a bundle. It's called the Do the Inner Work Bundle. You can find that from um, my website or the link in my bio. You can go through Instagram. It's super easy. It costs $9, and it provides you with all of the spiritual tools that you need to begin that journey. Okay, it gives you prompts, it gives you um, EFT tapping, it gives you a somatic connection. You will be able to start that energetic process. If you don't know where to start, start there. Those are the tools for you. If you are well into your journey here, I want to encourage you to take the next step as a manifester. We have just reached crucial historic dates in two major countries. We have just experienced Martin Luther King Day in America right in the peak of when racism and racial violence is very much at the forefront again, okay? We don't need to look any further than the fact that the Capitol Hill rioters were reenacting the George Floyd death on the steps of Capitol Hill. Yes, if you missed that, I encourage you to go and look for footage of it because it occurred. And so there was a very, very strong racially violent aspect to that because that was, that was born of white supremacy. That was born of white people power, that experience, that, that storming and that rioting and looting in Capitol Hill. And all of that was occurring, you know, waiting for the inauguration, this kind of hope of Biden, not that the man himself is perfect, but that the energy that he represents is this new paradigm energy, this feminine, grounded, healing, connective energy. It's it's egalitarian, it's equalitarian, it's all about harmony. And the days are counting down, you know. At the time of recording this podcast, we are still um, two days away from the inauguration. Obviously, when this podcast airs, the inauguration will have gone through. But very interestingly, Martin Luther King Day occurred in this time. This reference, this historical reference back to a man who spoke so profoundly about racism, who changed the fabric of the world in understanding what was happening in racial imbalance, a man who used his voice to speak up, to speak loud, and it created a global movement, a global movement so profound, in fact, that he has a day of recognition. Yes, and at the same time in Australia, we've got this opportunity, this historical day. It occurs every single year with Australia slash Invasion Day to stop and reflect, to say, what are the foundations? What are the roots that we are standing on here? And these kind of historical days are the perfect excuse. In fact, they're the perfect opportunity for manifestors to stand up and to speak out. We do not need to speak perfectly manifestors, but we do need to speak. We do not need to speak perfectly, but we do need 
to speak. So whether that is just you speaking on your platforms, whether that is just you speaking with your family, with your friends, with your colleagues, speaking out loud and saying, I'm still doing my journey of this. I'm still facing my racial bias. I'm still understanding what all of this means, but let's keep talking. Whether you've gone through that deconditioning, you're acknowledging that racial bias, it's a constant journey. It goes, it goes every single day. But if you have done the, the trenches work and you are out on the other side, standing up and being a loud spokesperson, Australian manifestors saying publicly, I will not celebrate Australia Day. Go and join a protest, okay? Speak publicly on your social media. Speak to your family. Speak to your children about this and say, no, we will not buy Australian flags and no, we will not celebrate Australia Day and no, we will not put green and gold zinc under our eyes. What we will do today is that we will learn about our Indigenous history. We will learn about where Indigenous ancestors and custodians came from and how they've built this land and how they've been oppressed and we will honour them and we will use our voices to petition the government to change the date a petition to the government that has fallen on deaf ears for decades, but we will add our magnetic, profound, impacting voices to that call and to that petition. We will push it with the power of our voices over the line. We will impact the world for generations to come by changing the date and recognising January 26th as Invasion Day from hence, henceforward, forevermore, from now on. That is the impact that we can have, manifestors. That is the power that we can have, whether you are doing it with one person sharing a coffee with a friend, whether you are doing it to hundreds of people or thousands of people on social media, whether you have a platform that stretches you further than that. You have a responsibility to speak, however imperfectly, you have a responsibility to speak. And that is why I am speaking about this on a podcast today. That is why I am dedicating an episode of my podcast to this, to say let's use these historical days as an opportunity to bring this conversation to the forefront again. Let's acknowledge that we are in the second year in our shift towards this new paradigm and racism cannot exist in this new paradigm. We must not allow it to exist in this new paradigm. We must heal those who have been hurt. We must break down these structures that have caused so much trauma and so much harm and we must build new structures. And the people that initiate all of this are the initiators of the collective, the manifestors. We are here to initiate. We are here to create new things never seen before. And we do all of this by unleashing and unlocking the power of our voices. You do not need to have your shit together in order to make an impact manifesto. You do not need to be a sociology professor to speak about racism manifesto. You don't even need to be a person of colour to speak about racism we, we implore and, and we adore the voices of the manifestors who are people of colour. Please keep speaking. Please keep educating us. Please keep helping us. Please keep initiating us and calling us out. White manifestors, please keep acknowledging your own bias. Please keep speaking up. Please keep challenging other white people to acknowledge this, to speak to this, to change this. If we as manifestors cannot or will not use our voices to the issue of racism, then racism will never change. I'm going to leave it on that note, even though it's a bit heavy and it's a bit deep. I want you to take that. I want you to pull that into your body and I want you to sit with it. If this has been triggering and this has been challenging for you, please investigate that. 
If this has been empowering and inspiring to you, take action on that. If this has been confusing to you, sit with the questions that you have and start navigating through it. I will be seeing you next week for another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast and I I really strongly encourage you over this coming week to be using your voice to have conversations wherever you can about racism. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also, please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast, and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.